Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 19 of Grace and Suffering, a Lenten journey and I am joined by AJ Kelleher and we have some cool, I think we have Mary at the foot of the cross mm -hmm. uh, right behind us and we're going to go kind of into a different area so we're shifting from uh, emotions and the things we've been talking about for the last few days over into this kind of desire that we have as all of humanity, right, to right. understand the meaning of suffering. So we're going to let AJ take us along the way. Yeah, it is so appropriate, Dave. I don't. Did we plan this? I don't think we did. That Mary was going to be sitting at the foot of the cross because when I think about um, someone's desire to want to want to understand the meaning of what was happening, I can only imagine if you're watching your child go through that uh, particular torture and rejection and pain that you would want to understand it and somehow she was able to truly surrender that and know that there was a purpose in all of that but the reality is as human beings we just have a desire to understand the meaning in our suffering mm -hmm. and i think when we do understand the purpose or know that there's a purpose in what we're doing whether it's suffering or any action that we do it does give it more power and it allows us to engage in it more fully and i love the example that a friend used uh, with their dog you know, I, my dog had a stroke right before Christmas and she couldn't move any of her limbs. And, you know, I could tell she was nervous and scared and she was at the vet. And when they brought her back in and my mom and I were there, she looked at us and she just perked up and wagged her little tail, even though that's all she could do. She just was like, oh, my people. And yeah. she wasn't saying, why did I have a stroke? Why am why can't I move my legs? She just was in the moment. But as people, we really want to understand why did this happen to me? Why did it happen now? How can I use this? What is the reason for it? And it's not, there's no easy answer to that. <laughs> no, there's not. I think part of it too is that when we enter into the suffering, it's, it, the first question is, it's just like, like you said, it's why? Why is this happening? And so often um, when I talk to people, the, to kind of jump to that place to where God can use your suffering to draw you into deeper relationship with him, it's not something we get to right, right not away. Day one. Or what is God calling you to in this suffering? And we're like, no, I don't want. We're not ready for that part. It's right. like, why God? And can we go ahead and eliminate this? Well, and we we talked. We had the scenario where we talked about the beam uh, a few episodes back. And if we were to, someone were to tell us, you have to walk across this beam, and it's going to save your loved one's life. Then, then walking across that beam has meaning, it has purpose, it has something that's of value to us. And we don't often see that. Viktor Frankl, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he talks about being in Auschwitz with a number of other prisoners, and the ones that survived were the ones that had a purpose, a reason to survive, whether it was in hopes of seeing their loved ones again, in the case of some folks, it was their work. They wanted to document uh, work, as I think that was Viktor Frankl's case. He wanted to document the work that he had been doing and had lost prior to the invasion. And so it just gave him this drive and others a drive to withstand the most horrific circumstances. And those that didn't have that, as we talked about in the last episode, they essentially gave up because it was so difficult to try to get through that situation. It reminds me of uh, St. Maximilian Kolbe, right? yeah. who was in Auschwitz prison. And he actually, this is like even crazy to think about, AJ, that he actually took the place of someone else who had a family. He was mm -hmm. a priest. And he 
stood in solidarity, which is a very important part of suffering that I don't think we've talked about yet. That's a good point. Yeah. This idea of, of, of having uh, solidarity in our humanity, solidarity in our suffering. Um, and, and so he took the place of, of, of that family man, and then he would pray the rosary. And so he had the entire group of people that were being starved to death. They were actually mm-hmm. being starved to death. And so focused on prayer that in his particular case, they had to kill him by a different means. Right. They, they, they didn't starve him to death. And, and he was having such an influence on everyone else, which kind of goes back to the last episode with St. John Paul II, right? That powerful witness of, of, of dealing with suffering, you know, uniting it with Christ is the same thing we see in Maximilian Kolbe. He wasn't afraid to die. Right. And uh, sometimes it's really easy to be afraid to die. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think... Um... I mean, I know I have a fear of the unknown in a lot of cases and, you know, dying, even as a Christian, I know what I believe, but I still don't know what it's really going to be like. So it's still this unknown, whereas this life is more known. And again, getting back to um, St. Pope John Paul, you know, he talks about divine love is the ultimate meaning for everything that exists. And that's exactly what Maximilian Kolbe had. He, He didn't know those people beforehand, most of them, probably all of them. But he had a divine love, which is a love for all humankind, and that was his purpose, and that was his power. And it, 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 I, I'm sitting here thinking that when I have suffering, and I'm not really allowing that divine power to be unleashed, am I being selfish? <laughs> I, this is me asking myself, not anybody else. <clears throat> because, I mean, we're called to be selfless, but wow, is it hard to be selfless when you're suffering? But yet... As I'm saying this, there are so many people that will offer their suffering up for prayers right. for other people. Their focus is completely outward on how God can use their suffering. So don't get me wrong, it, it ain't easy. Right. And I can definitely, even in little sufferings, can go into self-pity mode. And, Easily. And, and we're talking about much greater sufferings here today. Right. Well, and I, you know, we talked earlier on about not comparing our sufferings. But I know a lot of people look at our situation and think, oh, I could never deal with that. Well, I look at other people's situations and think, I could probably never deal with that. And so it's more a matter of in the sufferings that we have. And, and for me personally, Jeff was typically not in physical pain. Mm-hmm. I think about people who are constantly in physical pain. I don't know how they can focus on anything else. I can't think straight when I'm in physical pain. Right. So all of these situations are difficult. And we're not pretending to have all the answers to them, but just explore the ideas of, you know, in your particular case, in whatever suffering you're dealing with, even if it seems insignificant, it can still be very powerful when God's a part of that. Mm-hmm. I, as you were talking, AJ, I was just thinking about a woman that I talked today who is going through all kinds of crazy health problems and has been for several years. And her question gets back to the start of this podcast. Why is God letting all of this happen? And, you know, what is the meaning of it? And it's not an easy question to answer to someone who's actively going through that and, and, and screaming and searching for that answer, right? But I told her, I said, I, I think in these situations that you are struggling with, the Lord really wants you to lean into him, as you said in a prior episode. And so more than anything, as Mary said, as she was walking along um, in the Stations of the Cross, it, it had to be this way. And right. while we'll never completely understand the meaning of 
our suffering, um, we know that the Lord can bring that meaning to it. So we have to lean into him. Absolutely. As you have already said. <laughs> yeah, um, Pope John Paul, again, talking about love, he, he realizes in, in his writing that we're kind of basing a lot of the, this podcast off of, he realizes that you know, all of the answers and all of the discussions are inadequate. Yeah. And it will, there will always remain a mystery. But that when we start looking towards Jesus for those answers, then maybe we can begin to start making a little bit of sense and begin to reach uh, some of the levels of trust and surrender that we've been talking about. Yeah, I mean, you find the complete epitome of love with Jesus on the cross, which I think is something that we'll get into, right, in future right. <clears throat> episodes. Uh, love being poured out. And I think that a lot of times, AJ, when we're going through a suffering, we somehow believe that our value has been diminished, right? Because we can't do the things we used to do, right. or other people are, are trying to having to help us. And all of these things can create in us less value. Reality of it sense is, of it, yeah. Yeah, the reality of it is, is we have exactly the same value as before our suffering in the eyes of God. Our value to Him never changes. And I think it's important if you're going through suffering right now that you would remember this, um, that you're you're not being diminished, you're not being lowered, your value is not changed in any way. The Lord will meet you where you are in your suffering. He will love you the same way He has always loved you. And he will use that suffering um, to bring about his kingdom, which yep. I wish he would use different ways to do that. <laughs> but he used his own yeah. son to do that. Exactly. And and so we, it's a part of our faith, right? And it's not always easy to swallow. But if we do embrace it with that joy filled, okay, trusting, then a lot of beautiful things can happen. Any other thoughts? I have nothing else for today. <laughs> okay, well, let's end in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, as we continue to just um, unwrap the meaning of suffering, uh, the grace and the love that is found within that, Lord, we'd ask that you would just open our hearts to this, especially during this Lenten journey, um, that we may continue to reach deep into who we are, because that is where you reside, Lord. So if we are going through a particular suffering now, if we are struggling with the meaning of that, Lord, help us to look to Mary. Help us to look to saints like Maximilian Kolbe and St. John Paul II. Help us to look at our Lord and Savior, Jesus, who shows us the ultimate meaning of suffering, which is divine love. A divine love, Lord, that we are all called to participate in. And I ask that you bless all watching and listening in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye. Oops, sorry about that, y'all.